0: You're listening to a Doolahan Productions podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Bobby, when you think Rhode Island, what is the first thing you think of? Rhode Island? hmm Nothing. Because there's nothing there. You don't even think of family guy? No.
1: <laughs> I don't think family guy, I don't think of think of roads that go to nowhere.
0: <laughs> roads that go outside to an of island. Rhode island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well Well Bobby, I think of the Arnold Estate, also called the farm on Round Top Road. Step on. You don't think of that. Or, as most people would know it, as the Conjuring House.
1: You didn't think of that?
0: I absolutely <laughs> did. You did not? Up <laughs> on to the people, okay? We're not right here to lie to them. We're here to give them the cold, hard facts as we drink cold beer. <laughs> Fair, but I also do really like the movie that I'm about to mention. What can we see? find... In the house that was depicted in the 2013 film, The Conjuring. Let us investigate the history and the legend of The Conjuring House. So pull up a chair, join the circle, and let's introduce ourselves in this weekly meeting of Alcoholic Anomalies. I'm your host, Jason Sparks, and as always, I'm joined by my co-star, Bobby Strickland. I, I feel up. like you are waiting. Oh, absolutely I
1: was. I think mean, that's going to be a new, my new intro. I'm just cracking <laughs> open a cold one. Just... Brandon. What, I was thirsty.
0: <laughs> I haven't mentioned this yet, but welcome to the season two finale of Alcoholic Anomalies. We made it. It's, it's kind of surprising we've came this far, but as we were discussing before recording, Bobby, that... It's kind of weird for us to already be at the season finale. We we even took a break and it but it still feels like we just started and we're already here.
1: Yeah, I mean for me, I thought we just got started with the season whenever I was in the hotel two weeks ago. Which that might be just my brain uh failing me, but <laughs> I thought that was the Melt your brain could have swore that was the first episode <laughs> that we recorded for the season, but uh, as you just reminded me, all the episodes that we recorded, I was very wrong. <laughs> yeah,
0: we, we literally ran through the list, and, and Bobby, I think, was like, Oh, yeah, we, we did do those, didn't we? <laughs> yeah,
1: I forgot I, was, I went to the beach doing all this, and
0: yeah, we recorded while you're at the beach. Yeah, like a lot has happened since we yeah. started, and it's it's just weird.
1: It's weird just because it feels like we
0: just started, like you said. Yeah. You forget that we did all these things. <laughs> right. It's very easy for us to just be like, oh, yeah, that was a thing we did.
1: <laughs> what happened? What is it?
0: And, and so I, I want to kind of go ahead and jump the gun a little bit. So I am going to work on a, uh, a bloopers reel of season one and season two. Some of the stuff we, we clip out and you think and we don't believe in the core episode and uh, honestly, I think whenever I go back and, and re-listen to those episodes and everything, I'm going to be like, oh, wow, yeah, I, I totally forgot all that, you know. Yeah, let's, uh, let's not make it too bad
1: on those whoopers.
0: <laughs> Please. Oh, it, 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 it's it's still going to be the content that's not going to get us canceled, so don't worry about that. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do want Dual Hunt Productions to continue on, and as well as Alcoholic Anomalies. so let's... <laughs> You not know, gonna get canceled said, yet.
1: Jason likes to make some very crude comments in there that uh, would get really canceled.
0: Okay, <laughs> as if, as if someone in the most recent few episodes, I've had to tell I can't keep that. So, I mean, you could have kept it, but he decided not to. Now you're talking about one of the several things.
1: Hey, one of the several. That's that's one for something, you know. <laughs> It's uh at least it hits something, you know. It could be O for
0: a thousand. Yeah, but if I'm one
1: for nine hundred ninety nine, that's a lot better.
0: <laughs> You're batting for something. <laughs> not much. It's not much, but it's honest work. Exactly. So we still will have our season finale episode of Legends following uh, the Tuesday episode coming out on Thursday. But for our core episodes, this is it, baby. Season two, in the bag. Are we going to do another happy hour type deal? Uh, Circle after hours episode, yes. Happy
1: hour, same thing. It should be <laughs> called happy hour. <laughs>
0: okay, just because that was your idea and I went with my idea. <laughs> I'm going to live stream it
1: on uh, Instagram. Instagram live. Um,
0: <laughs> about that. Nice to you, huh? (laughs) Yeah. As the producer of this show, I'm very surprised at the moment. (laughs) Big old face reveal. Yeah, we meant to do that like ages ago, and I think we forgot. Yeah, it's (laughs) alright. No one wants to see our ugly mugs anyway, so no. (laughs) Nope. That's why we do this without video. (laughs) It's totally not because our Wi-Fi just does not have the Capacity to do it that's not the reason at all nope Mm -mm. (laughs) (laughs) so to go ahead and jump into the conjuring house or as i'll call it in this instance the arnold estate was constructed in 1736 and still stands an authentic colonial style home the house has withstood the test of time along with surviving the american revolutionary war and the american civil war so I do find that, you know, kind of fascinating on its own, just being a history buff, being able to go see this relic of time, essentially, from even before the United States was the United States. So on, right off the get-go, I was automatically fascinated. That's
1: the demons keeping their home safe. <laughs> i am be coming around here. <laughs> Ain't nobody messing with this place. You can shoot in the yard, just don't shoot the house. Just
0: don't shoot the house. You don't get messed up, you shoot at the house. So in twenty nineteen, the house and the two hundred acres associated with it sold for four hundred and thirty nine thousand dollars. Which honestly I'm like, dang, that seems like a good deal for you know a demonic house. Well when was it though? Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Um, hmm. But it's also Rhode Island. So I mean what what is there to do
1: in Rhode Island?
0: <laughs> Well, just wait, Bobby, because it recently sold for one point five million dollars. Oh, they must have flipped that house real good. Uh, <laughs> might have done some preparations to the. Nope, nothing to it.
1: Nothing. Nothing. No
0: timber cut. No nothing. Nope, nothing to hmm. it.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, a little, little bit of a price hike, you know. I know, I know COVID has had its impact, but... Boy, uh, well, there's that inflation that we keep hearing about. That 9%, I swear. That That's that's that Dollar Tree price of $1.25 coming at you live, man. So the property had been owned by eight generations of the same family. But when you think of the Conjuring House, you think of the Perrin family. Roger <laughs> and Carolyn Perrin bought the house in late <laughs> 1970. <laughs> and moved in with their five daughters, Andrea, Nancy, Christine, Cynthia, and April. The parents immediately started to notice that something was odd about the house, whether it be objects that would go missing or turn up in random spots, the sounds of scraping along the walls, or even piles of dirt being found in random rooms.
1: piles of dirt?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I guess they're trying to keep it clean, you know. They're sweeping it up.
0: At least it's in a pile, but I mean, if if the, I just got done mopping or sweeping, and then I come back into the room, and there's just a pile of dirt. I'm be like, okay, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I just did this room.
1: We like it dirty in here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that that loud, noisy construction you're using that you keep calling a vacuum, we don't appreciate it.
1: Keep down in there, guys. We're trying to sleep. We're trying, to sleep. We're
0: trying to sleep. We're trying to do some hauntings. <laughs> we're trying to give you some knocks in the night. And that loud-ass machine is just not doing it for us. You can't hear me.
1: We're planning our next to pack. Keep it down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe they're just afraid it's going to suck them up. Do some Ghostbuster shit. <laughs> you gonna call? Not them. <laughs> not them. So the girl supposedly noticed that there were other things inside the house other than their siblings and believed that most of them were harmless. The girls believed that they smelled the stench of a rotting corpse, that their beds would lift off the ground, and that their father would always complain of a chill following him as he went into the basement.
1: Well, I mean, that's just the basement for you, though. It's always going to be cold in the air.
0: Yeah, Um, I mean, you know, I I can sum up. You, You open up the door... And you know that that chill from the suction in the windows and the basement and everything probably is doing it. So,
1: and then, no girls, no really, just kids in general just have the wildest imagination that their bed just lifts up off the ground. You know,
0: kids just say the darndest things.
1: Yeah, you know, (laughs) they don't know what they're talking about. The house isn't really haunted. The the things they're seeing that's inside the house, are the shambling, are just little crickets that are just jumping through the floor. You know. Oh well, my, scurrying around.
0: There's probably a possum that got in the furnace, and that's why it stunk. You know, that's probably what it was. it's died in there. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> that's all
0: that is. Yep. Well, with that being said, bob we can just go ahead and wrap it up. You know, all right, well, uh, we'll
1: see you uh, next season. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we love all our listeners.
0: Bye, guys. <laughs> no, we'll keep going. So it seemed that Carolyn was the main victim of whatever hateful spirit still remained in the house. Andrew Perrin, the oldest sister, wrote a book called House of Darkness, House of Light, and discusses her time staying within the home. Andrea said, quote, Whoever the spirit was, she perceived herself to be the mistress of the house, and she resented the competition my mother possessed for that position, unquote. She going up to the
1: dad, boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's like, man, if I kill this bitch off, then, you know, the dad's all mine. <laughs> He's a good looking fella.
1: Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm going to be his mistress.
0: <laughs> Not just the mistress of the house, mistress of Mr. Perrin here.
1: That man's got a wife, a mistress, and a baby mama. <laughs>
0: They call him the Big P for a reason. Oh, no. <laughs> big Daddy Parent coming at life.
1: <laughs>
0: <sighs> the Ghost in the film The Conjuring is that of a witch named Bathsheba. 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 And her full name is Bathsheba Sherman. And Bathsheba was, in fact, a real person. Bathsheba was believed to be a witch and a Satanist by the local town folk in the 1800s. Her and her husband had a child that died at a very young age.
1: Well, I guess this really would be very far from, um, was it Roanoke that had all the witch trials and stuff?
0: You're, you're thinking of uh, Salem, Winston-Salem.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, same thing. Uh, both in Virginia. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> both I mean, in a not... different state. <laughs> but it's still not too terribly far like geographically from each other
0: you're correct colonizer
1: yes sir Am I <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> you're like i'm going to take the win and just not even note what the was later said
1: you are absolutely right <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it is believed that upon investigating the infant's corpse that a pin needle had been inserted oh in come the- out come out <laughs> Is that what you talking out? <laughs> it was a baby. <laughs> yeah, it's a baby.
1: Yeah, I didn't, uh didn't catch that.
0: <laughs> her and her husband yeah. had a child that died at a very young age. Yeah, no, I, I didn't catch any of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's selective hearing, Bobby.
1: Oh gosh! Well, I should stand up to go lock my door, my front door, because I forgot to do that. Whenever I said that, and I was letting you talk, and I was right there, locked it, came back, and then, oh, uh, here is a. Uh, yeah, so whenever they found the corpse, they had pin needles stuck in
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I missed something major here.
1: I'm in danger.
0: I'm in danger. So as I was saying, it is believed that upon investigating the infant's corpse, that a pin needle had been inserted into the soft spot of its skull, killing the child. Bathsheba was found innocent in the death of the child, but the locals had all but damned her. They believe that she used the child in a satanic ritual as a sacrifice, and others believe that she had as many as two to three other children who had all died mysteriously, but this take cannot be confirmed.
1: But it also can't be denied. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Two sides, same coin. So how is Bathsheba connected to the Conjuring House? it is believed that she eventually proclaimed her love for Satan and cursed the surrounding lands before committing suicide. However, this belief is partially debunked as, as Bathsheba died of old age, or at least this is what records dictate.
1: Well, here's the thing, though. If it's surrounding lands, why mm-hmm. is it just this one particular house that's, like, very well-known for the
0: hauntings? There's a lot of space in between everything. <laughs>
1: I mean, yes, it's 200
0: acres, but (laughs) there is, there has to be another house somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, most certainly. But I think it's, I think whenever we get to it, I think it's the other negative energy from the Conjuring house that someone such as this would be able to latch on to. So we will get to that. So Ed and Lorraine Warren were eventually contacted by the Perrin family to help them uncover what was really going on inside their house. The Warrens were paranormal investigators, with Ed being a self-professed demonologist and Lorraine being a self-professed clairvoyant. Lorraine, through her investigations, believed that the demonic entity was in fact Bathsheba, especially after the fact that Carolyn shared with her that while laying on the couch one day, She had a spasm in her leg before feeling a sharp pain. Carolyn looked down at her leg and saw a small pool of blood forming, and upon looking at the wound, believed it was the wound that would have been caused by a large sewing needle.
1: That's just her sciatic nerve. Let's be honest.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So it is stated in Andrea's book, that she looked around trying to find something such as a bee or or anything similar to the sort to try and find out what it was that had happened to her and for the most part she kind of put it up as it was nothing but after having this discussion with Lorraine, Lorraine believed it was Bathsheba.
1: Oh put it up as nothing you don't just start bleeding for no reason. I mean (laughs) do you bleed for no reason I mean besides a nosebleed or something like that?
0: Yeah you know the those pervy anime moments. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> just start bleeding profusely from the nose. Uh, <laughs> you know, maybe maybe she just has you know that that uh, that because, skin condition.
1: Well, my thing was, you know you said that. It's like okay, she gets a like a spasm. She grabs it, like trying to like stop it, because that's what I do whenever I get spasms. I grab it, try to get it to stop it, rub it. She might have like pinched it or something like that. I she did this, she might have pinched it? Pinched
0: it. <laughs> I would agree with that if it weren't for the proclamation that it was such a tiny indention.
1: How big do you think a pinch is?
0: It's bigger than a pin needle. No. <laughs> Bobby, I've seen your lineman hands. It's bigger than a pinwheel.
1: Yeah, mine. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about a poor little girl, you know?
0: It's a grown ass woman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she got these uh meat claws, though.
0: <laughs> take take me back to the Wallerian Mansion, there, Bob.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're coming with us.
0: Oh God. <laughs> So the Warrens returned to the house several times to investigate, and one of those times they performed a seance in the house. During the seance, Lorraine attempted to contact the spirits, and in doing so, seemed to have become possessed, began speaking in tongues, and her and her chair were lifted up off the ground, and was eventually thrown across the room.
1: Well, you know what they say. Play stupid games get stupid prizes. I don't know why you ever want to do that,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not a
1: probably not a fun time
0: for all those involved.
1: Here, you know what? Just sit here. we do you like we do, uh, what is it Jewish traditions where they pick you up on your birthday in the, in the chair? chair and stuff, yeah, stuff you up. so yeah, yeah, we'll do that, except this time we're gonna get thrown against the wall, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get
0: yeeted. <laughs> So, as a result, Roger kicked the Warrens out of the house, believing that all of this was too much for Carolyn's mental health. Andrea Perrin recounted watching this event take place, even though she was told not to. The Perrin stayed in the house years after this event and did not move out until 1980 due to financial reasons.
1: My thing is, you know, you're gonna you're gonna be able to sell that house because you got land. Um, you know. You don't even have to sell all the land. Uh sell half of it. You still got a hundred <laughs> acres. <laughs>
0: just go be like the colonials, man. Just chop down some wood and there you go. Yeah, make, we're gonna leave this in. place.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're getting uh tortured every night, but you know what? We're not gonna leave, we're just gonna stay here. We can't afford mm-hmm. to move out. Um You know, can't afford to move to different states, can't, you know, find another job anywhere, Uh, know how the job market is right now. It's just down. Apartments aren't a
0: thing.
1: Nope. Mm -mm. (laughs) You know what? I think I'd much rather just live here and be tortured by things I can't see every night than go somewhere that might be a little bit dangerous,
0: like hear gunshots every night, you know?
1: Exactly. I'll just stay here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's, it reminds me of that meme of the uh, the dog as the house is on fire, and he's just like, this is fine.
1: Gonna be okay. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I'm
0: going to move this fire over here with the rest of the fire. Uh- <laughs> 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 so to kind of discuss some of the, uh, the negative energy that remained within the house. So before Carolyn had contacted Lorraine, she had discovered that several instances of death had occurred at the house. And you didn't want to look at that before you bought the house? (laughs) I mean probably shoulda. Uh, (laughs) Especially with a really old house like that. Yeah, you probably want to. In bad realtor for not disclosing that information.
1: (laughs) Oh well I do have to let you know somebody did die here. Somebody well multiple people but (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay
0: somebody's uh (laughs) <laughs> and they're buried uh, right there ah
1: cool uh, no just don't go in the basement
0: uh. <laughs> yeah whatever you do don't go in the basement so a murder had occurred at the estate several children had drowned in the creek on the estate Not and great. several people had committed suicide in the attic by hanging themselves to death yeah, I think I would have sued that realtor if, if, if I discovered that I'm living in a house that all that happened in. So you're looking at, you said four kids drowned? Five kids. Okay, oh, five. oh, kids that drowned. It it just remarks at several. Oh, so more than one. Okay, got it. I, uh, I, <laughs> I, I always associate several as four more. Yeah, because I mean, a couple's
1: two. Um, yeah,
0: a few in my mind is three. Several is greater than
1: that. <laughs> uh so yeah. Four there. We'll, we'll call it four. How many people hung themselves in the attic? Several. Ugh, another four. First of all, why are they hanging themselves in the attic? <laughs> mm. It'd be really weird if they all did it in the exact same spot. Because then I would say like, okay, there is something paranormal that's leading them to do this. Cause it's all taking them to the exact same spot.
0: So if you look at the actual house, so it, it's between 3,000 4,000 square feet, but I do believe that's also taking into account the basement. If you look at the house, the house is pretty small, so I do have to imagine there's not much space within the attic.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That's just, that's just really weird to think about. Like, why in the attic of all places?
0: Yeah, and like you said, it, it really kind of lays credence to is is something calling these individuals to the attic to commit this act there.
1: Yeah, because I mean, it just, I guess it just doesn't make sense. And then I have the same and, thing with the kids, like going to the creek. Um, you know, something drawing them out there, kind of like what we talked about with well, we didn't use this episode, but like the lights in Louisiana.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, draw you drawing up. them. Yeah. Yeah, I, and and that's quite possible. And my thinking, too, not only is it several individuals who drowned, several individuals who hung themselves, but you still have to lay credence to the fact that eight generations of the same family stayed in this house. So more than likely, you know, the kids were told stories about, you know, their potential uncle or or what have you cousin that had sadly drowned in the creek. So be wary of the creek. Don't go near it. Or also the tragic instance, which is suicide of, you know, a family member, uh, hanging themselves in the attic. And then lo and behold, another family member does the exact same thing.
1: Or if you take the cult aspect of it, of like what it could be Mm -hmm. of like, was it the 27 club? Like it was like very well-known now. Like, well, well, if it's kind yeah. of like the same thing where, like, once you get to a certain point in life, you have to do this. Say that again? <clears throat> like the tw- no, the 27 Club that everybody talks about now. Do you know what that is? I do not. So the 27 Club is, like, so I believe it's a little Uzi Vert is, like, a big member, of, like, big believer in this.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what Charles, it is. Is it right. Charles
1: Manson? And that's, like, just, like, a tradition thing. Yeah, so
0: maybe or maybe even further into the cult aspect of of all this that they need you know a generational sacrifice and congrats, you you drew the short straw, and so you're gonna be the sacrifice. Yeah. But to continue on, because we've we've gotten dark and dreary,
1: um lighten so, it up a little bit, you know.
0: <laughs> so the uh the current homeowner does allow for tours and overnight stays in the conjuring house
1: why would you want to the- stay the night
0: <laughs> why wouldn't you want to stay the night
1: all right you go ahead i'll <laughs> sit in the truck
0: <laughs> i have to find uh some some crew members to uh to go with us so i'm not alone in the house um <laughs> so on their website theconjuringhouse.com they have some of the history of the house their bookings and even evidence that paranormal investigators have found while visiting the house.
1: I'm open it right now, conjuringhouse.com.
0: Yep, the conjuringhouse.com. Good old
1: wood style house.
0: <laughs> Told you, old, old colonial colonial style. The
1: house that started French. Oh, that house does. It's it's not very tall. It's
0: long. Yeah. Is the basement outside? How do you get through it? No, there's. I think there's a door. Inside the house. Well, I'm just saying, like, there's something out in, like, the front yard, but I can't tell what it is. Guess we'll just have to go and find out. Hmm. Hmm.
1: I'll go tour it. I, won't, I may not sit night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll pump you full of Red Bull. You'll be wide awake the whole night. Gosh. <laughs> and so, Bobby, unlike some of the other places we've in- investigated, this place is actually very affordable.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. You know, one hour day tour for twenty five bucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um, hope to let you know,
0: but the weekly investigations are full. <laughs> oh, the weekend investigations are full for the remainder of the year, Bobby. I already looked. <laughs> <laughs> <You> already looked. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: Oh gosh. And,
0: and they're not booking twenty twenty three yet. So.
1: <laughs> oh gosh. Well, it looks like you can stay in the house every single night. Mhm. 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. 6 a.m. or 6 p.m. to 8 a.m. Oh, no, it's close. Uh, uh uh I found one Thursday, September 1st, you can go. There's yeah. Cool. The
0: the the further out into time you, the weekend with the weekdays are have some availability. All the weekends are covered though.
1: Yeah. I, I don't
0: know. So, Bobby, when we going?
1: I would like to tour and I wouldn't want to do the uh <laughs>
0: So Bobby, Neither I do guy. want to mention that uh, they do have on their FAQ that uh, alcohol is not permitted on the facility. So, darn. Huh. If you need to rest, bring a sleeping bag or blankets and a pillow. Yeah, I don't think I'll be uh, able to fall asleep in the uh, country <laughs> house, but who knows? I think it'd be kind of funny to uh, to get in there and be like, you know what this this is actually kind of kind of quaint and cozy. I I don't mind this. Yeah,
1: that's whenever they get you.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh. give you that false sense of security and then gotcha uh but bobby i do want to mention as well so one of the daughters the eldest daughter that i keep mentioning andrea perrin so she moved out of the house in 1976 whenever she had graduated high school and you know was was ready to move on uh, on to other things and so by the time she was able to move back in with her family, they had already moved out of the Conjuring house. And interesting enough, she actually says that she loved that house, that that house was home to her. That was her When She thinks of her childhood home. She thinks of the Conjuring house. And she even thanked the, honestly, it was the previous owners. It might be the current owners for allowing her to go back and visit her childhood home. I mean, I get that though, because I mean,
1: I mean, where I grew up didn't have anything like this, but Mm. uh, like all the stuff that goes on that house, like I couldn't imagine living anywhere else, like where my parents lived anywhere else, right. So
0: that's where they suck you in to keep there forever, right? To keep feeding off of you again, that that false sense of security, and. some of the um, fictional liberties that Hollywood took with the movie, the conjuring that I do kind of want to note is while the, the Warrens did have multiple instances of going into the house and investigating, uh, essentially after the seance, like I said, Roger kicked the the Warrens out and essentially they did not come back um, due to uh, Carolyn's mental health. And so after that scene, you know, it's, full-blown fictional with uh ed warren committing a an exorcism uh upon carolyn and so all throughout the the warren's years as paranormal investigators they never once believed in doing a exorcism themselves they were demonologists and a clairvoyant they only gave exorcisms and would even contact the catholic church to perform an exorcism because the only people who are properly trained in doing so are Catholic priests. And they're not Catholic, are they? They're Catholic, but they're not Catholic priests. Hmm, And the reason for Catholic priests being the specific people to commit exorcisms is because there's so much that can go wrong within an exorcism. Not only the loss of the person who is possessed, but also the potential possession of the people trying to enact the exorcism and so within exercising a a demon there's always two individuals present the priest and his assistant and so both people have to be chaste in heart and have no sin weighing on them no no thought of doubt or anything because if they do if they do have any of that in their heart then the demon will essentially jump from one victim to the next sweet (laughs) yeah of them yep and there are instances you can look up of exorcisms that have gone wrong and as a result the person that they are trying to exercise does in fact pass away yeah so uh, i'm good on watching that um and fun fact for you bobby there's actually within the catholic church A school specifically designated to train priests to become, to be able to perform exorcisms. So when are you going to start doing that? I am not a priest. You can go become a priest. Not. No. That is not what (laughs) I am called to do. (laughs) I am called to get drunk and talk about ghosts. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, that's uh, I
1: don't know. I, I think I might sit night there one time, but <laughs> but mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I'd much rather do one of the tours there. Cause I just got done looking at them. There is something that you can do where you can collaborate. We have a different paranormal investigator, like a professional investigator instead of us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Are you saying we're not professionals here, Bob? Because we're not. (laughs) (laughs) They do it every Tuesday, Thursday, and Wednesday night Mm -hmm. from like 7 to midnight. Mm -hmm. I think I'd be more inclined to do that than just us by ourselves. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Just because they got all the equipment and everything, too.
0: Yeah, and they're, they're going to kind of teach us the ropes, you know.
1: <laughs> Tell me, we ain't on the ropes. We're just here to find
0: stuff. We're just here to find stuff. We don't need all your your scientific dude heads. It's not
1: called fishing if you're actually catching. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Roll tie, <tap>, Paul. <huh? laughs> we ain't investigating. We're finding. We want the truth.
1: You can't handle the truth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we're bringing Tom Cruise with us. Got it. But,
1: did you read, have you looked at that? What? Those different investigations they do? Yeah. They do put a disclaimer on there that they want to be authentic. And that um, they'd much rather you not see anything than fabricate something.
0: So that kind of makes me think that there's nothing that goes on. Well, I feel like that's that's the right attitude to have as an investigator, right? That mentality of if I go seeking to find something, I'm going to find something. Or if I go seeking to find nothing, I'm going to find nothing. And so your brain's going to fill in the space either way.
1: But that's my thing is like I think there's like nothing that goes on if they're having to put that disclaimer in there. Because it's as haunted as people say it is. It should be active 24-7. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if you're doing the hour tour or if you're doing a twelve-hour
0: tour. You know, Bobby, there's there's a great way for us to find out, and that's for us to go.
1: Well, I'm guessing that's the trip that you're going to make next year because I can't absolutely. go this year.
0: No, I can't Twenty twenty-three, baby, here we come.
1: Are right, we going to do multiple days? Is the question? Because so I'm not going for a day.
0: <laughs> oh, we're absolutely staying the night, in Rhode Island. I'm not. I'm not trying to bebop all around real quick.
1: Please tell me we can fly. Well, I'm sure. Oh, I'm not driving 34 hours to get to freaking Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not driving 34 hours to drive through a state that takes literally 10 minutes to drive through. Oh, gosh.
0: Come on, Bobby. It's only 18 hours and 15 fucking minutes. What <laughs> up how long it takes you to drive from one end of Rhode Island to the other. <laughs> Rhode Island takes about one hour to drive through. And that is diagonal across the state.
1: <laughs> so the you said diagonal? <laughs> so the longest possible route that you could possibly
0: take. Yep. Rhode, Rhode Island is only about 37 miles across. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you're gonna drive 18 hours to drive through a state that takes an hour to drive through.
0: <laughs> it 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 takes me longer to get to Huntsville and cross more distance to get to Huntsville which is in the- also in the northern part of Alabama <laughs> than it would for me to go across the entire state of Rhode Island well no wonder there's not any other houses that are haunted in uh, yeah. and there's the only house in Rhode Island
1: <laughs> they own all the land there
0: it's them and then there's some part with Quahog and Peter Griffin that's it <laughs> Well, Bobby, with that being said, any final questions, concerns, comments with The Conjuring House?
1: No, nothing good on this one. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good.
0: And and like I said, we will still be having our Alcoholic Anomalies Legends episode coming out. And then following that, we'll be doing our our Q&A kind of roundtable discussion episode, which is uh, Alcoholic Anomalies or yeah, alcohol canamly after hours. So. Happy hour. Nope, it's already <laughs> called that, and I'm not changing it.
1: Come on, make it happy.
0: It's happy times. As, as 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 the person with the power to name it, no.
1: <laughs> but I'm not <I> coming. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll get Hunter to come. Be like, so Hunter, uh, I know you haven't listened to any of this season, but let's recap. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what is going on? <laughs> He's like, I don't even know why I'm here right now. I'm serious. I don't get fine <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> well, Bobby, with that being said, I'll let you close this out. All right. Yeah. So um, we appreciate y'all helping us have another
1: successful season. As we talked about earlier, it just flew by. And we're excited to see where the next episode of our journey is going to be. Uh, but before we let y'all go, we just want to give y'all just a few disclaimers uh, that like to make at the end of each episode. Uh, we ask that you please don't drink and drive. Um, if you do have to go out, please get a designated driver or an Uber. Um, which uber sponsor us because we're uh, trying to some business um but <laughs> um also if you or a loved one are struggling with suicide or depression please call the united states national suicide prevention lifeline at 800-273-8255 or they do have a three-digit number you can call now it's 988 help is available 24 7 love you guys